given that, that most people experience life as a physical, emotional, and intellectual experience. And if we look at the state of most people's emotional body and their intellectual, lower mental body, I sure wouldn't want to experience life through that. And I think it was Patricia saying before that um, when she did her attunement that she experienced her emotional body in a way that she'd never experienced it before. And it's fantastic. So when your emotional body is in that state, that aspect of, of life or your experience becomes fantastic. And one of the words, if my memory serves me correctly, there was a kind of um, a tranquility or a peace she alluded to. Now, we hear about the first piece, the second piece, and the third piece that humans can experience. Once you bring the physical, the emotional, and the mental into a pristine state, you experience the first piece. That's peace. You, you experience peace at the level of the personality. You still got to experience peace at the level of the soul and peace at the level of the spirit. But of course, Franchelle has given you the technology to experience peace at the personality level. And it's a bit interesting thing when people experience peace at the personality level, they tend have no relationship with violence and confrontation, greed. They tend to have a fundamentally different set of perceptions and relationships with physicality, with the world, with people. Because they are at peace at that level. Does that make sense? So, Patricia, if you experience your emotional life through what you experience constantly, based on what you experience today, is it quite different from what you've experienced before? Yeah. Is it easier to live with? Is it easier to experience? Life would just be amazing. Life would just be amazing. Well, that exists within every one of us. And one of the keys to that particular situation, or a key to that particular situation, is raspberry, like you said. It's and you wouldn't be drawn into scenarios all the time because you'd just be, everything would be buffeting. You could just observe and you'd just be objective. You're not drawn in. Sucked in. Did you hear what she says? <laughs> when you get, when you start experiencing the first piece, the second piece, life is merely a passing parade. You're not a participant, you just want to do it. And you choose to participate in what you wish on the basis you wish. It's an objective experience, relatively speaking. That's our true natural state. Now, most people think that life has meaning because it has emotional content. Most people think the essence of life is what they think. It's not. Neither of those things are life. You're missing the point if you think life has meaning because it has emotional content. 
we are human because we can express our emotions and emotions are humanising when they're positive. But it doesn't necessarily give life meaning. So most people live their life based on meaning and essence that's fundamentally delusional. Yeah, it's called the lunatic asylum of the cosmos. <laughs> it is. That's what it's known as. The Earth is called the lunatic asylum of the cosmos. And people come from all quadrants of the galaxy to inspect the inmates. I'm not joking, they do. To inspect the inmates and report back. Well, the fact is, a lot of them become inmates themselves because there is a seductive, magnetic, dangerous element to all of this. You have to keep your power dry, you have to be objective, and you have to be quick on your feet. And you've got all the technology that you need. Frank Shell's created it. It's your passport out. So here we have two things happening in the aura. The aura will create things unconsciously, and the aura can be used to create things consciously. Most people live their life unconsciously. They don't live their life consciously. And it's very difficult to learn how to do that. Now, and even the Christian church kind of worked this out. You know, you used to have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to traipse down in the monastery and beat the birds. And it was still going on 11 o'clock at night, so every was certain key points of the day that they were trying to leak you into being objective about things, to live consciously. And you go into a Tibetan monastery and you watch what they do, and you'll see the whole day is controlled, and the objective is to live consciously, not unconsciously. And it is so easy to become unconscious. Cleaning your teeth in the morning, you're up at the lunch, you've got it so many times. Oh, hello, it's nice time, you know. <laughs> yeah, washing the dishes. It's those repetitive, mindless tasks that switch on the opportunity to become unconscious. Can you relate to what I'm saying? It happens so fast, so easy, doesn't it? Our aura is sacred space. And remember Frank Chow was measuring an aura and the person was sitting way over there and, and this is the space happening. So from there to here, a circle around that person is sacred space. Everyone has sacred space. And we are responsible for maintaining the sanctity of that space irrespective of where we take it, because where we go, it goes. And that's what, in a sense, we won't step through it all, we can read it, that's what um, temples were all about. People went there to live consciously in sacred space, because it was too difficult for them to work out how to stay conscious and maintain their own sacred space. Make sense? Now, what you can do, because you've got seven essences from the ferns, you can maintain your own sacred space. And that's the way it is now. Everything's changed. We've entered a new world, a new time. 
we had to accept full responsibility for our own development, for our own health and well-being. We had to accept responsibility for creating our own temple that we live in, that we stay conscious with it. Well, spirit understands what the problem is, that it's difficult to do. So if you're going to remove all of those old traditional ways, it has to be replaced with something new that will work in the new context. Does that make sense? You can't take something off people and expect them to now do it. So what replaced the old traditional ways in this context is 730s. So now, if, if you start seeing yourself as a living temple, which is actually what you are, and that you have sacred space, you now have the means to maintain that space in a pristine condition and stay fully conscious all the time. Every single human being on earth is a living miracle. It's an absolutely extraordinary creation. Because each person living on earth is made out of light, is built perfectly, and has the potential within them to be artuk, to be godlike. Every human being I encounter is potentially a god or a goddess. They're a miracle. The way that they are wrought is miraculous. Why would you want to harm or damage something that was so extraordinary? Why would you have anything except reverence for what it potentially can do? So, each person is this incredible temple with this sacred space around it that is a book of wisdom and knowledge that's so extraordinary we could talk for a thousand workshops, not even scratch the surface of it. And there's no limit. There's actually no limit to what anyone can do. And that includes you, of course. The only limitations to what you can do, you impose on yourself. No one's doing it to you. discover what you can do, to discover what you're capable of, you have been given special divinely created technology that you can work with that will enable you to discover that faster and more completely than any time in the history of the earth. And these aren't just my words because there are people who are telling us all the time that it is happening in many, many different ways, all the time. A lot of you here have told me about your experiences and what's happened to you. So you can access your potential so fast now because all, you're not trying to become something. The key point here is you already are that answer.
because something is covering it up. As you remove things, you start to see yourself as you really are. This radiant, light-filled being. Pure. That's what it means. As you remove more and more and more, you become more aware of what you actually are. Not one of you has ever had to create the thing you actually are. I guarantee you've only ever discovered that thing as you've gone along with my career. So you don't have to do anything to be that thing. You just got to get rid of the stuff that's preventing you from seeing it. And you now have the means to do that really quickly. And fragile created before. 